Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And today we're going to be talking about spending money, but really kind of the the implications or feelings that might be associated with spending money on yourself. Yeah. And so I actually want to bring up this. It just came to me, but a few episodes ago, we, we talked about doing the right thing, right? That mm-hmm. there's this somehow floating expectation that you are a certain way or that you do a certain thing. And so I think that, and so I said that to say, is I think that that's what makes me feel guilty about purchasing things for myself. Mm-hmm. That everyone talks about, oh, do for others or that the people around you should have X or you should do Y for these people. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like anyone ever like truly acknowledges the things that they have to do for themselves or how that compares to the things that they do for others. Oh, I fully acknowledge that. <laughs> fully acknowledged over here. So, okay. So speaking of that, what? Yeah. so thinking about like finances and budgets, I have like, you know, my house expense, my car expense, mm-hmm. my, you know, grocery expense. And I have not heard a steady, like, I guess I call it a self-care expense. Mm -hmm. Like, who talks about that? Like, how do you know what you're supposed to spend on yourself? Or, like, what quality of stuff you're supposed to get? To get, yeah. I have heard people talking about a flex account. Like, it's like a leisure account. And I built one, but then I realized my entire budget is my leisure account. (laughs) So it serves no purpose for me. Maybe as I get more structured in my budget, <laughs> I will have a leisure account. Okay. But I don't know. For me, when I tried to do that, I actually got a bit confused as to what things I should consider leisure. Like, is working out a leisure or is like buying these meals leisure? But or I'm is like, that health? Right. Or, or is it just like groceries. the necessities? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I think that's kind of where I landed is like these things that I'm doing for myself are actually just like things I need to be doing in general. So, so is it because so I actually thought about this. So I, so on my right here, actually, so I Ubered here, which I don't do. I usually drive whatever, but mm-hmm. we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but I Ubered here and on my right here, I was thinking, is this luxury? And so the reason yeah. I was thinking if it, is this luxury, because I remember a time, 1998, <laughs> Specifically? when I was riding a, a city bus. And the city mm-hmm. bus costs two fifty, and I get a city bus pass, and I get all to my destination, even though it might take an hour and a half, right, <laughs> to go fifteen minutes <laughs> yes. up the road. But it was so I was thinking about that. I was like, so my city bus example, it was cheaper, mm-hmm. it took more time, and my Uber cost me thirteen dollars with tip. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in the Uber, and I was going, "Am I spoiled? Like, what is the level of?" I think like the level of this is what I kind of deserve. This is Mm -hmm. what I need or, and that's Mm -hmm. the thing that I struggle with when I think about like Mm -hmm. spending on myself, giving to myself, I always, I tend to caution on, I'm just going to meet my need that meeting my need is good enough. Okay. We can, we dive in for a second because. This has been something on my mind. I've been wanting to chat with you about. Okay. Okay. So this car situation. Yep. So let's get the folks up to speed on your car situation. <laughs> okay. Please, can you give us a quick rundown? The quick rundown is my car was wrecked. 
totaled. Totaled. And so my car, it wasn't an expensive car. It was really quite cheap. I think I paid $6,000 five years Ten ago. Ten years ago. <laughs> okay, five. Sure. <laughs> it's only been like five years. But it was only like a $6,000 car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to ride this thing to the wheels fall off. And, and they literally... <laughs> Have fallen off at this point. Well, it did not until this wreck. But yeah. Anywho. Yeah. So (laughs) with the car situation though, I've always felt like so there's a couple things that at play too. So with my car, I was like, I am not appreciative of vehicles. When I say that, I mean I will leave like old food wrappers, (laughs) like my kids are just in the back, whatever they want to do, stickiness. I will leave papers and on whatever I, I i don't even lock my car door <laughs> like this is true yeah. this like is true. and so i was like i am not a person who appreciates something like a vehicle and so i should not in in my thought process i should not invest a ton of money in a vehicle because i understand that it's an appreciating asset as soon as i drive it up a lot i'm gonna lose five grand right mm-hmm. and and that from then on it is just my point and how I use it is just to get from point A to point B. So right. I personally should not put a lot of money. You know, if I was a person who's like, yeah, I love cars. I'm going to keep it clean. It's going to be wax and it's going to be, you know, the engine service. I I went like a year without a whole change one time. Uh, Lord. But I mean, Lord. So, so I felt like I should not get a nice car because of that. That I need to get something that meets my need for all of those reasons. And there's a lot more to this, people. So (laughs) we've been telling her for years that she needs to get a new car. Not because, you know, it was messy or anything like that, but really because, I mean, other people have their varying opinions. But I'm like, if the car keeps breaking down, you need a new car. It didn't keep breaking down. It has literally been in and out of the shop for the last couple of years. And so that's what she says in and out of the shop. I was getting like alignments and tires regular maintenance stuff so the only issues that i've had is i had a battery issue and what else that's a pretty big issue when your car won't start when you leave a store with your three kids and you don't even have a starter or anything in your car happened and i took it to the shop and i fixed it (sighs) but that is not the only case but so this that's my perspective is You need a functioning vehicle, but you will continue to ride the minimal viable product <laughs> that will maybe get you from point A I, see, to See, I don't B. feel like it was a, a maybe. I feel like that all of those things happened and I took it to get it fixed. I didn't expect. And so it was only mm-hmm. in the last, I'd say, three months that it became a problem. But still you feel guilty about getting... So it's not that I feel guilty about getting a new car. It's I feel guilty about spending a, a, a lot of money on it. Nice yes. Uh, I feel like it's a, above my need barometer. <laughs> and and now it's like plain and luxury kind of thing. Okay. And then so two, like functionality. So the car that I really, really want, guys, is a two-seater. Been, that she's been talking about for it's at least seater, three years. But I have three kids and I'm a mom. And so I do carry some guilt about me they have two Suburbans. <laughs> but they're not mine. So if I wanted to take my kids somewhere, I'd have to drive a shared vehicle to take my kids somewhere. How bougie do you sound right now? A 
I got to drive a shared vehicle, quote unquote. Okay. So you don't feel guilty about having multiple cars in the home, but you do feel guilty. Girl, my multiple cars didn't cost that much. (laughs) So no, I don't. Uh, And and so that goes to the need thing. So yes, we do have multiple cars, but we aren't, we didn't spend. In fact, one of the cars, it is God's grace that that car is still moving. Because <laughs> we didn't pay anything for it. And we've had it for like seven, eight years. Yeah, they got their money's worth on yes. that one. <laughs> money's worth. So, yeah. So, I think it's more about like, and I do have to, I think I've admitted this before, that I don't have that same like need versus luxury thing for everybody else. Like, yeah. I will buy someone else a luxury thing with no problem. I'll be like, that's right. what they want. Let me get it Let for them. It. But yes. I just, I don't do the same you thing. You can't do it for yourself. And yes. Th- that's Without the guilt. This is on no area of your life. Without the guilt, that's a good point. Because even the clothes, so we've Yeah, like, I, I'll like do it, clothes. but there's guilt still associated guilt. with it. So, and I, I have experienced similar guilt. In the past, when I was getting my car, like, y'all. <laughs> the car. We, we told you about this. The car she used to hide around the block. Yes. My car <laughs> still had roll-up windows. Okay? She tried to wash it and, like, it messed up the paint. Like <laughs> it, it was embarrassing. I would not let people ride in it. But I was feeling so guilty about spending, you know, $7,000 on another mm-hmm. car, even though I had the cash in the bank to pay for that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm looking at $60,000 cars and <laughs> no, I don't feel an no ounce guilt. of guilt. I'm like, it's what I want. So yeah. I'm going to so do it. So what changed? Like, how did you get to that point? It's just not that serious. Yeah. Like, money is not. I mean. I was going to say, I do have to acknowledge that I've wasted so much money in life. Yeah. Like, on other people, too. I'm like, why yes. do they deserve my money more than I deserve my money? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I, I mean, I think once you accept that reality. Yeah. Like. Why can't you get something you want, right? Like I'm getting the car, by the want- way. I already decided. Yes. It's on the vision board, y'all. Yes. It's on the vision board. But I guess, too, it, it does go back. I, I, I hate to take it all the way back here, but my Uber ride, mm-hmm. my reference point was we had to take a city bus to get to, and I was going to school. When is the last time you took a city bus? I'm, I'm saying. So 20 years When is the last ago. time I regularly took an Uber? Come on now. Never. Uh, when I travel and I don't have a vehicle. <laughs> so, but I'm saying though, like my reference point, and, and so I was actually comparing it. So I, I took that mm-hmm. a step further, like the city right. bus. My mom made $30,000 and was raising us on $30,000 by herself. That was all that we had. Right. And so right. we took a city bus. Yeah. And I'm like, I no longer make $30,000. But right. I still think that there's this juggling point of, and I think this goes back to some of our financial principles is mm-hmm. what is the need? What is it's okay to have? What mm-hmm. is a luxury? Yeah. And and we do, whether you want to acknowledge or not, it's not acceptable to just go buy yourself lavish things right. all the time. And it's right. not acceptable to only get yourself what you need all the time. So I think what I'm saying and what I'm figuring out as I'm, as I'm saying it is that I need to create a barometer of what is it that I air quotes deserve or what is it that I should allow myself to Mm -hmm. to have but I think I feel like we've had this conversation it's about value is there's a huge difference in value versus cost Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and so I think I told you this when I was getting my apartment like I went to see two apartments y'all the first one was like comfortably in my budget but it was 
horrible, like terrible. The second apartment I saw, it was a little bit smaller, a little bit more expensive, just outside of my comfort range on budget wise. But like when I was in that room, like I danced, like you <laughs> know, like, I just I was like, I want to be here, yeah. like I want this to be mine, and like the cost of waking up to that feeling mm-hmm. versus like, ugh, I hate being here. Like mm-hmm. that's gonna cost me way more in terms of my productivity. health, productivity, yeah. everything else, and so it was the value proposition that this you know more expensive place brought me that made it worth it yeah i think i would dress better too if i got the car that i liked regularly (laughs) yeah you would dress better right and i mean what else could that lead to it could lead to more promotions at work like Mm -hmm. you know who Mm -hmm. knows what that kind of stuff leads to so i think we have to stop looking at the hard cost of things and really think about the value it's going to bring to you further in life like that's how we look at degrees we're spending two hundred thousand dollars which is ridiculous Mm -hmm. To make you a more valuable like candidate in the marketplace. Yeah. So that to me, I'm hearing investment, that mm-hmm. all of your decisions are really an investment. So what's the ROI? Yeah. What is the ROI? That's a really good. And what's ROI for the people? Return on investment. So like the things that she was saying about how she feels on, you know, on a, waking up in the place that she chose versus the place that was cheaper. Right. I think that's great. I yeah. think that I'm going to now try to associate a value barometer <laughs> to my decisions. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Y'all test out this value barometer and let us know <laughs> how it's going for you. I would love to hear the stories of, you know, what's bringing you value versus whatever the cost might be. And replace the barometer or replace the guilt with the barometer mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. understand that there are things that you should do for yourself and that if they bring you value, you should definitely invest in it. And if they don't bring you value, maybe you shouldn't invest in it. Amen. Amen. Awesome. 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 So until next time, y'all, I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Shauna Dixon. And we are Black Girl Fly. Black Girl Fly.